0: Jesse Dillon, founder of Snow Crash, one of the founders.
1: I'm Sarah Porter. I am the Director of Business Development and Strategic Partnerships with the nonprofit Hope for Haiti.
2: Hey, I'm Fabio Racoubet. I'm coming straight out of Haiti with the Caribbean's first collection of 10K collectibles. NFTs it is, and women are driving this boat.
3: Hi, I'm Mariah Terry, and I work with the Giving Block, which is a non-pro a crypto company that connects crypto donors with nonprofit organizations. Hi, I'm
4: Nicole Buffett,
5: and I'm an NFT artist. Wow, it's a lot of names.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm Vaughn. I'm the president of Three CC Magazine. We started this publication about fourteen years ago, um, primarily in Los Angeles, but now we've. We've grown and amassed, we have satellite offices and locations throughout the world. Um, and some of our favorite locations is London, South Africa, um, even Singapore, and now New York. So having said that, we're at the NFT VIP conference. And what I thought was so amazing is that all of you guys are amazing, by the way. Kudos to you. Um, I learned a lot from all of you. Uh, I just wanted to know, what exactly brought you here and why did you want to speak here? Because you could be anywhere, right? <laughs> so I guess we can start in this order with why, why don't you start?
1: Sure, so like I said, I am with Hope for Haiti, an organization that's been working in the south of Haiti for 30 years, focused on poverty alleviation. And part of my role is actually to help us raise the resources and support so our team in Haiti can do the work. Most of our team actually is Haitian, one of the reasons I think we have been so successful. And we got into the NFT space about a year ago and I've become really interested in this whole NFTs for impact. How can we make a direct impact on the ground using this new digital world and these digital avenues? So we were fortunate to be able to partner with six amazing Haitian artists and also the NFT platform Snowcrash um, to come up with a collection entitled Hope Endures. It's 900 unique generative pieces from six artists, again, all Haitian, that will mint next week. And it will actually help rebuild two schools in Haiti that were damaged by the earthquake. So we are super excited to be here and just part of you know this
5: whole movement that we're seeing. Wow, Yeah! congratulations on that. You know, Haiti has had a very rough year with not just politics, corruption, but also hurricanes. So that's gonna be great for a lot of those families. And what about you?
2: So my name is Fabiola. I think I've said that. (laughs) But you wanna know my first experience with NFTs.
5: And what brought you here?
2: What brought me here? So actually definitely collaborating with Hope for Haiti brought me here. We are a collective of eight women. Uh, we're some of the pioneers of NFTs in Haiti. We really want to introduce NFTs to our community um, within the medium of art because that's something that everyone can relate to, but we really hope that we're going to start conversations around how Haitian communities in Haiti or Haitian communities around the world can leverage NFTs in Web3 to um, create new ways of, of evolving and growing together.
5: Nice.
3: Yeah. And here at the Giving Block, we believe that crypto donations and cryptocurrency is the greatest form of good on the planet. Um, We see all too often that that that. absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So at the Giving Block, we believe that crypto is one of the greatest forces of good on the planet. Um, All too often, we hear stories about you know, as you said earlier, you know, white men raising a bunch of money. Um, and what we haven't really talked about much is where that money can go and the good it can do. Um, it's not just an NFT as some online thing that is happening. Actually, there's real world and real world things that are that are you know coming from all of this, and the Giving Block just wants to shine a light on all of the organizations that we are working with and hope for Haiti and the NFT artists who are coming here, and are you know putting their heart and soul out here and are donating you know, their royalties and are donating their NFTs and are donating to such an amazing cause. Um, so we're really here to just help uplift that. And we are the platform that kind of helps bring everyone together here.
5: Nice, and since you've been here, have you seen any other platforms that you would like to help with besides the organizations that are sitting before us?
3: So what we found here is that um, a lot of people at, at uh, NFT NYC are more on the donor side. So it's, it's really just educating um the people who are you know are creating nfts or people who are in the crypto space that there is a real world activation that we can do here it's not just sitting behind a computer um, we can actually take some of this money and you know create a better planet because of it
5: right how about yourself right. well, thank you
3: for having me um
4: yeah i just i think that what i love about the nft space is that it's it's enabling art to make you know, impact for good. And so then making my role as an artist more exciting and more useful. So I've created a spirit coin for for Haiti called the Soul Revival Spirit Coin. It's my first ever NFT collection that I started out about a year and a half um, creating. And it's, I call it the currency of compassion.
5: Wow, so the the spirit coin, what what, uh, inspired you to start it?
4: Well, I'm a traditional painter, so I've been an artist all my life, and um, just translating my work into the digital space has been really incredible. And
5: what forms of painting?
4: Um, well, traditional painting materials, for, like you know, watercolor, inks, acrylics, all kinds of mixed
5: mediums. Nice. Yeah. And last but not least,
0: um, <laughs> you know, I think the, I think we came here to serve this incredibly important project, and. Um, I think that the giving block sort of hints at what's possible, which is not just a bunch of, you know, people. It can be just any group of people who bounce by ethnicity and gender in any way they want, giving money to people or making people who are less fortunate be able to to um, use, um, you know, either money or even other kinds of uh, of uh, objects or things that could be donated. So. I think that it's, it's the, you know, we're seeing at the very early, earliest potential of the way that it has to the opportunity to help people around the world, you know, and, and uh, not be encumbered by middle people in the way. You know, it's like you can decide to donate from here and it goes directly to the, the person you want with no mediator in the middle. And that, that's very powerful and is the, I think it's the next platform, the next idea of platforms that are gonna be really important.
5: All right. So yeah, I know with us, we just minted uh, six thousand and forty crystal, approximately, so Rossi crystal encrusted decanter that three hundred and sixty makes. And we're gonna give you know part of those proceeds from Solana to one of these programs that are here today. So yeah. So we we didn't want to announce it until now. So hopefully you guys help us sell that bottle. <laughs> it's a price, it was appraised about six thousand um, dollars. So it took about 20, 24 hours to do, four different artisans hand decorated it. So I had it here yesterday, but you guys weren't all here. <laughs> <laughs> <Wonderful. laughs> but um, so, what have you guys noticed this year the most versus, or uh, in comparison to you know, last year? Um, if you were in attendance or just in the NFT NYC space, where you were were here last year, what have you noticed the biggest thing from any other conference that you've been to for NFT versus this
0: one? You know, if if there's less optimism right at this split second in time, a lot of collections have come and failed. And I think that, uh, and a lot of people are fleeing the space. And I I think that's just fine because people who are left will build a stronger, you know, build a stronger situation for all so no, nothing's really changed except for a lot of people who were short-term thinking got out. So our role for the people that we want to help is to stay engaged and keep fighting because I think that things are, are always possible.
1: Yeah, so we're on the nonprofit side and we're new to this world. And I always make the joke, even though it's not really a joke. Not too long ago, I had to look up what is an NFT. Um, but what I'm Every hearing day. is... Yeah. <laughs> A lot of nonprofits really want to figure out how to get into this space, you know, especially in the crypto world, you know, NFTs are obviously a part of that. And again, how can we leverage that? How can we form these relationships in a way to just really raise those resources to fund our work? Not only Hope for Haiti's work, there's so many nonprofits, for example, at The Giving Block, partners with um, that are able to use those donations to again, turn it into real world impact. And something else that I love about our specific collection, Hope Endures with our six artists is that a portion of the proceeds raised will also go to the artists. So it works on two levels. You know, we're able to raise resources to build these schools, but we also want to make sure that the artists who have such amazing talent and skill in donating their time, are also able, you know, to get something in return and just shine a light on some of the amazing art that is being created and how we can use that to help change the narrative around.
5: It. And some of these pieces of art that they're, that they're uh, fabricating, are they mixed medium pieces or they're abstracts or they're colorful, vivid, I can only imagine. But just if you can describe a yeah. few of them for the listener.
1: So what's really interesting is actually five out of the six artists are traditional artists as well. Um, they are working in photography painting, and then um, since Eve, who is one of our artists, who is, I know oh, listeners yeah. can't see her sitting <laughs> next to me, these uh, but here. <laughs> they were the, the only artists that's already in the digital space. Yeah. So what I think is cool is just sort of this melding of the traditional, you know, with the modern and that Snow Crash is able to take um, these images that are based on photography and um, painting and mint those into NFTs. So I think we're really able to, again, shine a light on Haiti in a different way, but all the art is so different. Um, And actually it is, we are, um, we have the pre-sale list right now. So if people want to go check out um, hopeenduresnft.com, you can actually get a little snapshot, a sneak peek, of what's going to drop next week.
5: And so (laughs) Eve, what brought you to this Project.
2: Alright, so my is name is BB, BB, are My NFT collection is called Since Eve. You know, Since, so, Eve. Hold on. Since Eve, right. So why Since Eve? Because actually our collection is a bold rewrite of the story of Eve. You know, uh, and we talk about the NFT space only being represented for women by 60% which is a very low number and you'd think that in 2022 that would no longer be the case, right? So we're coming straight out of Haiti, you know, when you talk about women representation, um, black women, women of color, Caribbean women, the numbers are usually even lower. So we're just trying to like be pioneers and we're we're, we're going full speed ahead, you know, and hoping to get other people on board with us um, to share this story. So. Are we right of the story of Eve? Do you want to hear it? Yeah, why not? Okay, so they talk a lot about um, whether you're religious or not, you know, whether you follow scripture or not. I think that historically, um, this story has had an impact on the perceptions of women, you know, and before social media, Twitter, etc., art and scripture were how people, you know, got new ideas and how ideologies were formed. So without realizing it, whatever um, your your belief might be in 2022, we're still kind of dealing with those perceptions um, that were coined by the story of Eve. So we're taking the story back, OK? And if you think about the story of Eve and you bring it to 2022, it's a story you know well. It's someone who's trying to figure out what they're doing. It's someone who's making mistakes, but being brave enough to kind of take a leap and make a decision for themselves you know in 2022 those are all ideals that we praise that is the spirit of entrepreneurship is the spirit of the nft space so we're here to represent that and saying that you know women are here to play that same role in 2022 we're not gonna let the nft space be a not an undiversified um situation <laughs> and, and you know
0: she said um they were trying to be innovators. They are innovators. There's no trying. Yay,
5: Thank you. Thank Kudos.
2: You
5: so much, I you So, uh, what do you guys, what do, what do all you ladies and gentlemen <laughs> say to the naysayers, to the people who said that, you know, these people, you know, this this crypto is, is evil, it's, it's decentralized, what, you know, all these white guys taking over the world, burning down every the mines, you know, whatever. What do you say to those people?
0: we well, are talking about people who are old, right?
5: <laughs> You'd be surprised.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we, um, facil- we have facilitated over a hundred million dollars worth of crypto donations since our foundation.
5: Yay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's a hundred million dollars going to organizations like Hope for Haiti, organizations like the American Cancer Society, which just raised a million dollars in cryptocurrency. We have worked with St. Jude's Children's Hospital. We're talking about, again, real world activation on this money. This is as green as the US dollar that we are working with here. So for those people who are like, you know, it's these people who are raising all of this money and it's super quick, guess what? Some of these people have huge hearts and are willing to give that money to the people who need it. And we are just happy to be here and help create that platform and create that connection between the people who have the money and the people who need the money because there are we need more organizations like that we need more organizations out there that are willing to stand up and say come to us and we will help make this connection here because i mean i can't speak for you coming from the nonprofit side but i can imagine when it came up and they said let's get into cryptocurrency that you know like you said you had to google what is an nft there's no one there to help hold the hands of the, the nonprofits. And so if we can do that, if we can help hold their hands and walk them through this profit process and also, you know, connect with the crypto donors, we're young, we're a young organization. Our founders are 29 years old, 28 years old. They're Forbes 30 under 30. We can connect with the young people who have not previously donated this way. So the fact that a crypto donation is 82 times higher than a cash donation. And we are young donors who are willing to make a change in this world, who have grown up in social media, who are growing up seeing all of the, you know, atrocities that take place on this planet, and we want to help and we want to make a change. So that's what I have to say to all of the people who are saying, Why crypto? Why are we doing this? Because that is, you know, at the end of the day, we get to make this this change in the world. Yeah.
2: And all I have to say is hallelujah to
4: that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah. Well, I, I want to say that crypto is here to stay. You know, uh, whatever uh, naysayers might think or feel, I, I feel like um, today just being in New York and seeing energy around NFT week, I mean, it's kind of a testament to that. Crypto is here to stay. Markets crash. They do that all the time. It's not the first time we have seen markets crash. And when, like Jesse was saying, when markets crash, people who are in the long run who are playing the long game. They just put their heads down and they work. And that's what we're doing, you know? You put your head down, you build, and then you let the market do what it does.
4: And let me say this. I also think there's a natural season and cycle, and that, you know, we, we have too much of a high expectation of return. And, and I think that that can really get in our way. But as artists and creators and innovators and thinkers, we, you know, like Jesse was saying, we have to keep fighting. And it, it's, it, there's really no question to fight. It's really about, to me, it's, it's really, the fight is the creating you fight through the form of creating, through making art and then communicating and sharing and, and, and not letting the change uh, scare you off. And I think that it's really about going out of our comfort zone. We've all already been out of our comfort zone. I think we're probably feeling a little, with the pandemic, a little kind of pushed to the max of being out of our comfort zone. But I say, let's go farther because be right past that is is so much benefit and so much joy.
5: So. Nice. So what do you, what's next? What's next for everybody? What's What's, what's next on your agenda? Where do you go from here? Since you have came here, you came, you saw it, you conquered, so to speak. <laughs> Where do you go from here? Um,
0: you know, just meeting people, talking to people, keep coming up with new projects and just keep going towards the light.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're really excited about next week. I know that's still very much in the, in the short term, but that's when the The NFTs are going to drop and the collection will be available. And I'm really excited to watch those two schools be rebuilt because, again, our mission is to combat poverty. And now we've moved into this plan as we're focusing on our earthquake response, this longer term of rebuilding and healing. And those two schools are are two of many community infrastructure buildings that our team is going to
2: be helping um, ensure that they're rebuilt. Yeah, And I guess I could go back to one of your questions about, you know, what brought us here. You know, I think uh, in our collaboration with Hope for Haiti at the end of the day, us being Haiti born and raised, you know, we're a team of eight women born and raised. Some of us are in the Dominican Republic next door. Um, We could never do anything NFT without this desire to kind of give back, hence our collaboration uh, with the team here, because the idea is that uh, we we want to disrupt our status quo and create wealth and create new opportunities and leverage new technology to revolutionize industries in our country but we've got to do it in a responsible way in a conscious way and we've got to give back you know so this is our way of doing that
3: well i will say we are releasing a report tomorrow that looks into the future of nfts and we are predicting that NFT donations will hit about 100 million by 2025. Um, that's based off of just looking at where NFT as the industry, the NFT industry is going and looking up how much we raised last year, which was about $12 million. So we're we are pretty positive that this is just going to continue to grow and that this entire industry is going to continue to grow. Um, so that's where we see it going. We're going to continue, like you said, keeping our head down, working and, and doing good. Nice. I think that NFTs
4: are a transformational tool that reflects the inner transformation that's happening in humanity. And I think that all we can do is keep going and just work together.
5: Nice. So is there anything else that anyone else wanted to add that we didn't speak on or touch on today? Other than that, I think you guys you know, very inspiring, honestly.
2: Thank you so much. It felt sure. very good. The, my energy is like, woo.
5: I want to come here again. You know? So thank you guys so much for sitting down with us. I appreciate it. Thank you.